All right, welcome to another edition of Love and Mile Sessions Live. We got all kinds of great music for you. The latest from Big B and the Actual Proof, Tino G's Dumpster Machine, Atmic, and others, as well as some cool videos. And at seven o'clock, we have Nick Juno in for a live band performance from seven to eight. So, want to start out with Ladyship Warship. This is their brand new CD called Possum Nova, and they're going to be here two weeks from tonight to do a live performance for us as well. So without further ado, here's a couple track from Ladyship Warship's new one, Possum Nova, starting out with the title track. Yeah, those two off.
All right, it sucks to be me. Yeah, story of my life. That's Bad Hearse, the latest video from them. Before that, Ladyship Worship from their brand new one, Possum Nova. We heard the title track and Permafrost. And again, in two weeks from tonight, they're going to be doing a live performance for us for an hour from 7 to 8. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Right now, we're going to do something from Big B and the Actual Proof from their latest CD, uh, Film Noir. Or actually, it's actually called the Noir Album. I want to make sure I get that correct. Anyway, this is a track called 500 Large. They were here actually a, a couple weeks ago to do an in-person interview. Nice guys. And this is a great album. So, Big B and the Actual Proof, 500 Large.
That was the Firewalkers with a video called Puddin Tain. They're going to be playing tomorrow at the Rib Fest at the Canterbury. Uh, if you want to look that up, there's all kinds of great bands playing there, including the Beggars, the Strains, and Carolyn Strio. Uh, just look up Mi- MichiganRibFest.com. Before that, we hear the Graveyard Kings, a video of theirs called Can't Turn Back. That features Vic- Victor of the Coffin Cats. And, of course, we started off with Big B and the actual proof with 500 Large. Right now, we're going to do something from At Migs, A-T-M-I-G, After the Money is Gone is what that stands for. Their latest CD is called Avec Muscles, and this is a track called Fine Days.
There was women, whiskey, and motel rooms, but the law didn't understand. He kept one eye on the money and the other eye on the man. He couldn't cast the check, but he had to pay the bill. The judge threw the book at him, but he's just too hard to kill. He's just too hard to kill. All the whiskey and the pills, he's just too damn hard to kill. Got a call from China paycheck Gonna make you a country star Needles and pistols and old guitars But the law didn't understand Music dreams and limousines It's the life of an outlaw man He couldn't write the check But he had to pay the bill The judge threw the book at him But it's just too hard to kill It's just too hard to kill Tino G's Dumpster Machine, their latest um, CD is called GTO, and that was a track, if you haven't figured it out, Too Hard to Kill. Before that, At Mig's latest from Avec Muscles and Fine Days. All right, a couple really cool shows that I was made aware of that are coming up at Smalls, Smalls and Hamtramck. Uh, tomorrow, Wingtips play, and on Friday 7, uh, 15, which is two weeks from tomorrow, we're going to have ter- uh, Twin Tribes play as well. And uh, what do those two have in common? Well, Detroit's own Josie Pace. Yeah, really uh, amazing artist. She's really talented. Um, not that the other two bands aren't, but I'm just saying. Um, she's opening up uh, for both bands, both shows. So this all ties in together in the next three videos. We're going to see Wingtips, Death Pursuit, Twin Tribes, Heart Feathers, and finish off with Josie Pace with one of her latest called I'm Begging You.
Josie Pace, I'm begging you. Wow, I might just take her up on that. That's an awesome video there. Before that, Twin Tribes with their video, Heart and Feathers. And we started off with Wingtips with Deaf Pursuit. As I mentioned before the video started, um, Wingtips are playing tomorrow at Smalls along with Josie Pace. And then in two weeks from tomorrow, on July 15th, uh, going to be opening up for Twin Tribes. So um, all tied in there. How do you, how do you like that neat uh, little wrapping? Anyway, uh, we have uh, Nick Juno. He's actually tuning up right now, doing sound check. He's getting ready to do a live band performance for us. Um, that's just coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, so don't go away. We'll have an hour of him uh, telling stories and playing songs for us, and we'll sit and chat and have a good old time. Meanwhile... I have one more track to do for you. This is that. But it's still an awesome one. I've played it before, but I love this band, The Mugs. And this is one of their best tunes, Never Know Why. It actually has the most views and listens on YouTube and Spotify. So I, I loved it way back in the day when it first came out, and finally everybody else caught up, I guess. So... Again, uh, stick around, 7 o'clock, Nick Juno doing a live performance. And we're going to leave you right now with the one, the only, The Mugs from Detroit and their tune, Never Know Why. <laughs>
All right. It's that time again. It's time for a live band performance, or in this case, a singer-songwriter performance. Uh, in the studio, we have Nick Juno. How are you, my friend? I'm great, Scott. Thanks for having me. This is great. I really appreciate it. It's great. Yeah, this is nice new digs, isn't it? Yeah. We're very proud of it, and we're going to look forward to many, many bands in the yeah. future. Anybody listening out there, you've got to get into this place. This is great. <laughs> yes. All right, so we're going to be here for about an hour. You're going to play some songs yeah, for yeah. me, tell a couple of stories, sure. that kind of thing. Uh, what would you like to start off with? Well, so? I thought, because uh, today is um, June 30th, and um, it's kind of funny. I've been, I've been playing much lately with COVID and everything else, uh, so I don't get to play out as much as I want to, so this song is kind of maybe out of the blue for most folks, but I've got a buddy who uh, runs a little Irish shop in Flushing called... Um, Sullivan's Irish Alley, and he told me that the Irish have this tradition of halfway past St. Patrick's Day, it's half Patrick's Day, yeah. you know this whole idea? They do that with Halloween too. Right, 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 so I wrote a song um, back around the holiday season about New Year's, mm -hmm. and I figured, well, this is June 30th, so this is like half New Year's, so I'll, I'll sing my song tonight, even though it's technically out of season, but okay. uh, I, I, it's one of those things that like, I thought, man, if I could just get a song like Mariah Carey, or one of those Christmas songs, they play it every year, and then you can just coast. Of course, you know, easier said than done, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Some of um, us actually have to keep working. Yeah, that's right. Me too. <laughs> so this is a song called um, Another Old New Year's Again. Should old acquaintance be forgotten as the hands go spinning around on the clock? Hold on to your hat if it's all that you got. It's another old New Year's again. The stars in the heavens, the planet or spins its yearly conclusion again and again as new resolutions and where they begin, it's another old new year's again. It's another old new year's, another year gone. Halfway after sunset, halfway until dawn, another old calendar page being torn. It's another old New Year's again. So here's to the family, here's to the friends, here's to the lives that have come to an end and here's to our plans that life's torn into shreds it's another old new year's again 
Should old acquaintance be forgot? It's another old New Year's again. All right. Well, I don't know about you, but the last couple of years I know were rough from pretty much all of us. They really were. And the last two years, it was like you couldn't wait for New Year's to happen because, oh, my God, next year's got to be better than this one. Right. But um, how's things been going for you things so are, far? Things are going, actually going well, you know, working the day job, uh, t uh, you know, healthy and all that stuff. And, you know, things are good. So I, I really can't complain. But, uh, you know. I mean, I can. That's my, as, a, as a topical folk singer, that's my job, to complain. <laughs> oh, and I will. Yeah, it is. Otherwise, you have no inspiration yeah, for your songs. Yeah. But, no, I'm, I'm thinking the same way. I think so far this year has been quite good. Way better than the last yeah, couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm not in a hurry for next year. I think no, this year's you know, all right. You know what's funny also, all kidding aside about the years, as we get older and we're not getting any younger, no. they go by so quick. Bam, bam, bam. Here it is again. You know. Yeah, but I have to admit, um, 20 and 21 didn't go quite as quick as the usual ones. No, I, yeah, I, I'm with you on that, <laughs> for sure. This one, on the other hand, is, the, is more like the, uh, the uh, average ones. It's, it's going by like a blur. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's right, because, I mean, here it is, June 30th. It's July like, tomorrow. Yeah, isn't Fourth. that something? <laughs> Fourth of July. We were, we were just uh, in, the, in the Corktown Music Fest in the winter, and then you did it again. Uh -huh. We got more things coming. You've been busy with that. Oh, yeah. Corktown Sounds coming up in um, July and August That's every great. Wednesday. And then um, we have uh, the Hamtramck Music Fest coming in mid-August. Love that. So, and hopefully keep my fingers crossed a car show in September. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you got your hands full. It keeps me off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's good. It's even harder than when I was younger, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I think about how I think about that all the time, like how good, remember when you're young and you're like you're in school and you have summer vacation and it seems so long when you're like in grade school and then the older you get, it's like, wow, this, this went by like that, you know? And May was the longest month of the year. Waiting for the... Waiting for June whatever to yeah. get out of school. Yeah. You knew summer was almost there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. What do you have for us now, Nick? All right. Well, somebody asked me one time, like, you know, like, how do you describe your music? Of course, it's, you know, singer, songwriter, folk music. But lately I've been kind of thinking um, it's kind of like downer folk or something, because all my stuff is like, <laughs> you know, you'll see. Careful, so, you might have to start calling it goth folk. Goth folk. Yeah, I, get the, the island. I should, yeah. No, so this song, honestly, most of my songs come out of the news or out of the paper. Mm -hmm. And that's where I get a lot of inspiration about, because I want to do this. I want to tell a story and that idea of the old, like, Homer and the old storytellers around the f campfire and that tradition of telling stories so like my like heroes Guthrie and Woody Guthrie Bob Dylan Phil Oaks all these um, mm -hmm. in fact one the other thing I always say is that when I first started playing the guitar one of the first songs I ever learned was um, uh, on the banks of the Ohio you know the murder ballad and it's pretty much been downhill from there so <laughs> I that's my thing though so this song is a story of, I heard about a year ago about a poor man who uh, won the lottery and then ended up losing it and losing everything, including his life. Uh, he got in some trouble, got into, in front of a judge, went to jail, and he uh, ended up floating down the Titabawassee River, and it was all gone. And it's that thing about fleeting, how money uh, comes and goes and all that. And It's a sad story, and I hope that man found peace 
whatever happened. But this is a story called, I call this, um, a lousy couple of million dollar scratch off ticket blues. <laughs> I love it. money comes and the money goes kind of funny how the troubles hang around we come into this world with nothing going out the same way and the titabawasi river rolls on couple of million after taxes half of that to stand in in the courtroom will a defendant please remove his hat now your pockets are turned back inside out the way it all began and the titabawasi river rolls on so you found out the hard way money isn't everything and you learned that life changing wasn't what you thought it would mean like a roman candle with a bang then it's gone and the old titabawasi rolls on That's the answer to every, all the problems. And yeah. it isn't, is it? No, it's not, it's not. It reminds me of the old famous Guy Clark song, um, Homegrown Tomatoes. There's only two things that money can't buy, and that's true love and homegrown tomatoes. For some <laughs> reason, it's kind of like, it's the little things in life, you know? Yeah, I would and, think true love, and I think everybody would have true love on, on the, one of the two. Yeah. The other one would be depend on the person. Exactly, yeah. You know, for me, it would be music. Uh, yeah, I love music. Always have loved it, yeah. You're probably like I was. I was a little kid with the radio, 
under the covers at night, the transistor. Did you, did you do that when you were little, like the transistor? Yeah. Little radio. Yeah, I had one that actually. Um, I started out with one that was just AM. Mm -hmm. That's right. Then I discovered FM, and I had to have FM yeah. because that opened up so many more doors. You know. Cause, oh yeah. You know that back in the 70s, FM was oh, truly was great radio. You know, I'm from from Flushing in Flint originally, born in Flint. Mm -hmm. And uh, funny, funny story, uh, <laughs> I never forget this. I joined the Marine Corps right out of high school, went off to boot camp, and um, got, did the whole thing, flew on a plane, head shaved, the whole bit. The first night, I'm lying in my bunk, thinking, what on earth have I done? You know, scared out of my mind, because yeah. it's crazy. And I'm lying in bed in this bunk, uh, and on the wooden slat on the bunk above me, if mm -hmm. you can picture this, like lying in a bunk, yeah. the wooden slat, mm -hmm. it says, WWFDF, Flint's original rock and roll station. And I'm in San Diego, California. And right, I go, oh, man, it's pretty cool. Wow, small world. Yeah, so somebody else had, uh, had been there before I was. So I thought there that was go. pretty cool. Just WFDF. a little glimpse of home for yeah, a second, yeah. you know? Yeah, it wow. really was. So uh, another song? Sure. Okay, so June 30th, three days ago was June 27th. Hmm. And that's a day from uh, a very famous short story the Lottery by Shirley Jackson, which is a story uh, that was written back in the 50s about, uh, and it was published in the New Yorker magazine on June 26th, I think it was. Mm -hmm. It's a story about little town America, anywhere America, last year, 100 years ago, whenever. And it's a story about the town gathers together and they draw uh, lottery you know, papers out of a box and whoever has the black spot on the paper is uh, immediately and unceremoniously stoned to death on the spot, killed. They do this every year. They've always done this. They dust off their hands, and then they go back to work, and they do it again next year. And the idea of the story is that it's like this in our lives, where there's old traditions, uh, nationalism, racism, bigotry, whatever you want to say, where people do things because they've always done it. And obviously, we're not really stoning people, but we 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 do things to each other in society sometimes like this. Yeah, you're, and, you're hanging on to traditions that are, and, and, and no anybody one, with a sound mind would say, this isn't right. And, and, and we don't know why we do them, but so we've always done them. And so uh, when she first wrote the story, the New Yorker magazine published this, they got the most readership mail ever, and people were like horrified, like how can you print this? And the idea was, like this was after World War II, and after all, it's like she was trying to like, prod people into thinking, you know, like, about mm -hmm. this. And so I look at the song now, or the story, uh, and I think, like, go online and say something, not even political or fill in the blank. Say, just say, hey, how about those tigers? What do you know about baseball? Or I love my dog. Oh, so you hate cats? It's like, that's how quickly we are yeah. online like this, right? It's an immediate war no matter what. The, it really is. It's like people know. are just, like, standing there in the sidelines yes. waiting to attack you. They really are. <laughs> so this song um, is written based on that idea, and it's called How to Throw the Stone. How to Throw the Stone. excitement in the air 
boys out running round, gathering up stones, piling them in the square. Little kids out running round, playing tag, making lots of noise. Older girls looking over their shoulders, looking at the boys. assembled the church bells all were ringing conversation in the air someone said seems like we did this just the other week has it really been a year someone said I heard they're talking about giving this up in the north village a few miles away old man said pack of damn fools. What's wrong with people these days? It's a black box. It's a pile of rocks. It's a three-legged stool. Old wooden chips are now paper slips and the kids are all out of school. It's a stopwatch. It's a watch pot, half forgotten set of old rules. It's just something that we've always done. It's just something that we do. The people had all assembled, all the families were there. Well, heads of households will draw for families and the children in their care. And that family will take a turn. They'll have to trust their luck. But for one family member, luck's just not gonna be enough. It's a black box, it's a pile of rocks, it's a three-legged stool. Old wooden chips are now paper slips and the kids are all out of school. It's a stopwatch, it's a watch pot, half forgotten set of old rules. It's just something that we've always done. It's just something that we do. How quickly laughter and song can turn to silence. And love and kindness turn to violence When the crime is committed by everyone Then the blame can't be laid on anyone No one living really remembers the old rituals All the songs that once were sung are now unknown
Thank you. I'll have to know to duck next time. <laughs> oh, yes, the stone, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to learn how to duck, that's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It is amazing how much uh, social media has really ruined the, yeah, the average psych of the average person. It really has. I, think, I mean, it was great in a sense, a uh, uh, push a button, you can find out the capital of any country fill in the blank or what kind of bird this is or what, how to make a great dinner. But there's all that other information that is just like mm -hmm. bombarding us. Like, so it's not just information, it's like, you know, overload. You know, I, I'm not, I've said this before, um, I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists, I'm not into this, the government's trying to do the, right. this or do that, but I will have to say that one of the things that the government's always done is they've been hands off as far as regulating the internet in terms of social media, or even like, having any control over it. You don't have that FCC kind of thing yeah. like you do with radio. Right, right. And the thing is, is I really think it's like, you know what? Let's let them attack each other and they'll pay attention to that instead of what we're doing. Yeah. You know, the real important issues. Yes. No one is, the average person doesn't even care about the latest real headlines. It's always this is some stupid thing going on that we can argue about on Facebook or yeah, wherever. You know? I'm afraid it's true. Yeah. It really is, yeah. So, uh, keeping in the, in the theme of uh, downer folk, so here's a, um, I mentioned I was in the Am I going to need therapy after uh, No, I probably do. This yeah. is my therapy, like, going through this, honestly. <laughs> but, so, I uh, spent some time in the Marine Corps, had a great time, but, you know, I was, I think I told you before, I was peacetime Marine, I got stationed in Hawaii, of all places. About so. when was that? Uh, what's that? If you don't mind my asking, about when was oh, that? Oh, 1981 through 85. Oh, yeah, I was okay. 17, right out of high school, went right off to, to boot camp, and I had a great time. Okay. Made lifelong friends, and, and it, it was a good experience for me, so it was total peace time. I'm nobody's, Hawaii, Nobody's yeah. tough guy, you know, uh, but I had a great time. It was, good, it was good, you know, for, you know, all that stuff. But uh, a lot of things happened, you know, and I talk about opioid addiction, and I talk about all kinds of stuff, a lot of my songs, and uh, veteran suicide is another huge thing. It's a real problem. And, oh, uh, it's, it's horrible. It's so horrible. Every day, somebody. So many every day. Them. And well, when I was in boot camp, one kid killed himself on the 45 pistol range. Uh, a couple, one one guy jumped off a ledge of the building. Uh, so before. And this in is boot in camp, peace time. In boot camp, and then, and the thing is, like, there are people of all walks of life have trouble and, oh, and yeah, need our yeah. help and need our love and attention. And uh, so this happens all over the place. And but so in boot camp, out of boot camp, then out of People have been out of the service for 20 years, and it happens to them because they, they get overtaken and all that. And so mm -hmm. they need our help, and w everyone needs everyone's help. That's the big thing. Everyone's here together. But this uh, is a story about um, kind of a, a, a composite of different things that happen. And uh, this story is partly about a Marine who on duty one night, uh, well, I should say that on, on the duty, there's a, we're, we're naval base Pearl Harbor. We're get, guarding different gates and posts and things. And there's a podium there and an old logbook. And nowadays it's probably a iPad, but 81, it was a logbook. And you wrote something like, you know, post seven is all secure, nothing unusual to report this time, all government property and personnel, blah, blah, blah. And so this Marine, while on duty, while on post, before he gets off that night, draws a service pistol and kills himself. May he rest in peace. And I, what struck me and always struck me was you're writing in the logbook, nothing unusual to report at this time. If you just would have said something, there is something unusual. You know, mm -hmm. he doesn't feel right. He doesn't feel. Yeah. And uh, so I, I've always thought about that young man and, uh, and others like him, all of us. And so this is a song called The 2330 Blues. Mm -hmm. 
2300 Post 13 all secure There's nothing unusual To report at this time He came from a town outside of Auburn He joined the Corps on a whim But the green machine was not his scene He knew he'd sink if he didn't swim So he plugged away for a year or so Struggling day by day And although he'd not gone crazy yet I guess he knew he was on his way 2315 Post 13 all secure There's nothing unusual to report at this time You'd never think he was unhappy But then you never know I guess everyone's got pain inside Sometimes the pain don't show Of all the things on his troubled mind He never said what bothered him most He drew back the slide on a 45 pistol And relieved himself from his post 2330 Post 13 all secure There's nothing unusual To report at this time Well ten men went out on the 8 to 12 But one last man came in The palm tree swaying I was playing a humble version of dust in the wind well, everyone's got their opinion and everybody knows But one mile as a crow flies might be five as a river flows 23.30 Post 13 all secure There's nothing unusual Blues. May that man rest in peace. And everyone else, all the other veterans out there, just, I can't say yeah. enough, yeah. Al, it's, it's, they don't take care of people that have mental illnesses in this country. It, it, it's true. Nowhere near as well as most of the others do. There's countries that are supposedly not as developed as the U.S. that still do a better job, you know, and it's, you know, like you said, people of all walks of life, but sometimes when it comes to the military, yeah. it's, it can be worse, yeah, and the, 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 particularly the, if you've seen any kind of action or war. Which I, I can't even imagine. So, yeah, like, yeah and, that, and, the, and the things that happen in wartime, things that happen in everyone's life, mm -hmm. hap we all carry that baggage and luggage. And yeah. just imagine, we can't imagine what they're carrying. No. So I'm going to switch guitars to a different, uh, okay. to a different thing. So uh, I'll tell jokes while yeah, you do that. <laughs> So, again, this is 11 Mile Sessions Live. We have in the studio Mr. Nick Juno, and we're, time is flying. It's already halfway through, you know. Oh, wow, that is fast. Can I pull the, pull the uh, jack? I, yeah, you, you can go ahead and do what you have to do there. It'll all work out. All righty. So we have an instrument change, if you will. <laughs> He's got to get a drink, folks. 
even he gets a little depressed after playing some of these songs. So <laughs> he has to go out there for a stiff one and come back real quick. <laughs> hmm. You know, uh, I, told, I think I told you before this, but sometimes when I play, people say to me, lighten up, Francis. <laughs> but, you know, it's what I do. It's my shtick. It's my thing. You know, oh, yeah. I, I would love to write, you know, um, happy-go-lucky songs and stuff, but I just don't, just don't have it in me. You know, that it doesn't give you as much inspiration for, you know, for lyrics. I don't think, personally, anyway. In fact, I really get tired of when I hear the song where it's all about how happy that person is and how love is grand and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, life isn't like that. <laughs> that I think it's good. I think it's good. It might yeah. be like that, you know, once in a blue moon, but the rest of life is, it's oh. hard. It, it really is. Oh, do you mind if I say a couple shout-outs to some people? Oh, not at all. Uh, I'll just say hi to my, um, to my mom and dad, mom and dad, and Edie still, and Camille. Still alive yes, and yep, doing yep, well. Yep. God and, bless them. Oh, they're, yeah, and they're great. great. My brothers and sisters and um, Andrea and the Klein Vistelmann. We have a little grandson. Ah, uh, um, okay. And, uh, and Klaus and Miriam. As I was say, don't forget Klaus. Klaus is here. And Marion, hi. And I've got friends I made friends in music. Uh, one thing about the internet is fantastic. I have friends all, I mean, not a lot of them, but handfuls. Uh, uh, Slim, the blues man in, in Nepal, Yokan in the Niederland, uh, friends in Italy, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Tommy and Yana back in Germany, all over the place. You meet people and you talk about music and exchange stuff. And so it's great. I love that part of the internet. That's but a beautiful part of music. It unites it, people. You know, it really it doesn't does. divide them. Yes, it, it tames the wild beast. <laughs> okay, so let's. Okay, uh, so. Um, a lot of things happened in the month of June. In 19, uh, I think it was 1976, there was a, a shootout on the Ogala Reservation in um, the Dakotas, in the Lakota Indian Nation. And uh, three people were killed. Uh, Joe Killswright Stunts, an Oglala Indian, and two FBI agents. There was a shootout. Um, and there's a man who's in prison to this very day, Leonard Peltier. Uh, oh, okay. And, and, and people for the last 46, 47 years, the Dalai Lama, the popes, the prosecutors who helped put him in jail, so many people have come out to say, this isn't right. Uh, he was sort of railroad, uh, and the song, I'm going to tell you the story of what happened, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, three people were accused, two were acquitted. The, the jury venue was moved to a, an unfriendly American Indian location, uh, and uh, he was basically railroaded. And in America, we have the idea that you're innocent until proven guilty, and if there's even a shadow of a doubt, it's better to, to let a, a guilty man walk than have an innocent man stay in jail. And this man has been in jail for 46, 47 years. And his name is Leonard Peltier. And this is a song called Leonard Peltier is Still Serving Time. Now, he wrote a book a while ago called My Life is My Sundance, which is an uh, American Indian, you know, part of the culture, the Sundance, and all these things. And he says that, um, you know, you don't really serve time. You don't do time. Time does you when you're mm -hmm. in life imprisonment. And because it takes everything away from you, and you're locked into this concrete world, and your family and friends move on like a slow train away from you. Mm -hmm. And uh, so um, this song again, Leonard Peltier. One morning on the reservation, 
Two cars came roaring in hot pursuit. They're looking for Jimmy Eagle and some stolen cowboy boots. One thing leads to another. Just like that, the lead begins to fly. Now there's one dead Oglala man, and there's two dead FBI. So over the hill comes the cavalry. They're gonna round up everyone. But they had knelt and prayed and made a getaway through a culvert on the run. The cops are beating down the bushes. Hounds are running back and forth. Somehow Leonard fell between the cracks and he started heading north. Once three men stood suspected, suspected of the very same crime. Now two men get acquitted. So why is Leonard Peltier still serving time? Isn't justice meant to make amends? Or is justice sometimes just revenge? Don't you think he's been there long enough? It's time to set him free. Now two wrongs don't make a right and every dog will have his day. But see, two agents were killed out there and someone is gonna pay. Come the day of the trial when it was time to tell the truth. Investigators and prosecutors had thrown their watches from the roof. I've heard justice is blind, maybe blind, but I know that she can hear. Leonard scratching off the calendar, the weeks and months and years. So maybe just getting even, just getting even's what it's really all about. Still it's cold and dark and lonely there in that shadow of a doubt. One stream stood suspected, suspected of the very same crime. Then two men get acquitted. So why is Leonard Peltier still serving time? Isn't justice meant to make amends? Or is justice sometimes just revenge? Don't you think he's been there long enough? It's time to set him free. Set that boy free. Set him free. Let him go. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, at least get him, give him a nice retirement. You know, it's, it's been, <laughs> nothing I mean, else. Uh, it's just, again, if you, innocent until proven guilty. Yes, people were killed. And it was, I mean, the history of there, you know, Robert Redford had made a movie about it, the shootout at Oglala, and there's been mm -hmm. numerous books talked about it and things. So it's time. And he needs, I'll wrap up with this, saying this. It's so political. If you're the president and you commute this man who killed two FBI agents, uh, you know, uh, allegedly, uh, Obama, no, uh, Clinton thought about doing it. 500 FBI agents are picketing in front of the White House. So it becomes a, a hot wire. You can't touch it, you know. And so yeah. it's easier just to ignore it and all that. But it's not right. It's not fair. Yeah. But thankfully, some of us haven't forgotten. That's right. That's mm. right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we talked about um, the news, uh, mm -hmm. hearing things in the news. Uh, and I'm kind of like, 
amazed at like the, do you remember when there were like crazy clowns in the woods? A paint, a clown, people would see clowns out in the woods and stuff like that. A couple years ago, do you remember this? Or a red balloon by a storm. All of a sudden, it's all over the news, and then mm-hmm. they move on to the next thing, you know? Yeah. Rabid raccoon or something. I don't know what it is. But it's always the next thing, and there's always news, and it's always breaking news, and there's always so much happening. Mm-hmm. But really, um, I thought about this a long time ago. It's, all, it's nothing new. The news is nothing new. No. And this is a song called Nothing New. That's nothing new. Whoa, that's nothing new. Whoa, that's nothing new. Yeah. In an age where, um, you know, people are all excited about finding out about what the latest thing the Kardashians are doing. Or even the even the royal family. I mean, nothing against the royal family. I know they're important in the whole grand scheme of things, but just you know, just it's just like anybody else. Okay, they're having marital woes. Big deal. So are the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. They really are. You know, my volume's all the way down on the guitar. I think on the line. Oh really? Yeah, that, that might be what it was. We uh, we could cut out a few. Okay. Yeah, I think I rolled it down. Rookie air. Did you break something, Nick? Might have. 
Darn it. What, like that? That's what, right about there. I think we're good now. I, I just wanted to stop for a second. Yeah. And, and what I always do when anybody comes and visits me, uh, if you could take a moment, uh, tell us, uh, the listeners, the viewers, how can they find your music? Uh, how do they find out everything about you, including shows coming up? I have a, um, uh, a website, junomusic.info, uh, where has some of my music available, and, and it's, uh, it needs to be updated. They all do, don't they all? But junomusic.info, it used to be something else, which I won't say, because now... It's potentially the porno king of Asia. I mean, if you don't, <laughs> oh, I, like that one. Remember the White House? It's did, like, do you remember when that happened? Well, this I I did uh, like when COVID first started. For whatever reason, I didn't renew my domain for yeah. my website. Somebody and I got, else and buys I, it. Yes, and the, I guess the way I called up uh, the the website thing, and he said, "Well, somebody else registered." And if you honestly, the way this works is, if you want it back, you're gonna have to pay them, and they're gonna it's going to be some crazy high price, so you might as well just come up with something new. So, yeah. so junomusic.info is uh, where, <laughs> otherwise, I don't even know. But so, or also on, on Facebook, um, mm -hmm. um, Juno Music on uh, Facebook. I, you know, I've got one record out there on, uh, in the different areas, Spotify and all that stuff um, from years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually working on a song with Jeff Robinson from Third Monk Records, Third Monk Brewery in South Line, which is a fantastic brewery. In fact, uh -huh. he's one of my proud sponsors tonight. He doesn't know that, but he is. And uh, um, I've been working on a record there. I got a handful of songs, but again, I, I can't blame COVID for everything, but it's just been drug out. I'm going to finish it and put it together. You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people were in that boat. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, um, that's what's going on there. Um, Any shows coming up at all? Or? Uh, no, actually, the, the, I'm really excited. The next thing, next scheduled thing I get to do is the, the, the song about Leonard Peltier. There's a, the peop, he and the very close friends of his have something called a book club where they meet weekly and they talk about this. And I get to present that song to them. Uh, and so I'm honored to do that. And I'm really nice. excited about that. And I honestly, I really hope he gets out. But no, uh, I don't really have any shows coming up. I intend to more in the fall. Okay. Yeah. But I've been writing new songs and practicing and things. Yeah, um, you can't really do both at the same time. No, you got to focus on one or the other. Although some people do try. Yes, that's, they they do try. And either they're very high energy, or they find out, no, I can't do this at the same time. <laughs> but we look forward to that when you get that next release out. Uh, you know, one of my friends, Mike Ward. You you know Mike. He was just here Pro, yeah, a couple Mike, weeks he ago. He is prolific. This guy is an amazing songwriter, and he writes so many songs. And the other thing I was going to say is, I just want to say hi to the Detroit well, acoustic music scene. There's so many people out there playing right now, like Tom Alter and Dan Menard and uh, I, I, Mike, and there's so many guys, so many women, too, so many people. So it's great to see the music thing happening. And mm -hmm. you know, because you see Corktown and Hamtramck and all mm -hmm. that, so, and let alone the punk bands and rock bands. It's, there's a lot going on. Detroit is alive and kicking. Still. You know it is. You know it is. So here's a song. Um, this is a song about um, the environment. Uh, this one's from back in the 80s. I was coming out of a show one night on the way home from the bar late at night, and I'm at a stoplight, and right before the light changes, the car in front of me, which was covered with all the right um, bumper stickers, mm -hmm. fill in the blank, all the environment, which I, I support. I'm all about this. 
But right before the window, right before the light changed, the window comes down, and a guy throws a Taco Bell bag out the window, and the wrappers hit, and it blow off like little yellow tumbleweeds. I thought, wow, this is great. Uh, you know, so it's kind of like getting your ticket punched, having all the right outward appearances, but not really doing, I mean, like, hey, this is litter, you know. And yeah. I, I, I thought about this a long time ago. I, I don't, litter should be looked at like a decision. I have to decide to throw that out my car window. I, mm-hmm. I, that's an active decision. It didn't happen by itself. Nobody forced you. So whenever you. you see a can, an old you know, lunch bag, whatever, mm-hmm. on the side of the road, that's someone's decision. So mm-hmm. That sounds a little hot. Okay, this song is called Troubled with the Earth. Well, it's been a busy day. What are you trying to sell? Trouble with the earth and apathy, right? Well, yeah, you know, like, like it's only the air. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, only it's the air. The, the thing that keeps us alive, <laughs> breathing, yeah. no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a shame, you know. It really is. A lot of apathy about a lot of things nowadays. I, I, I'm afraid that's true. There's uh, 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 everything, you know, like, uh, it's a crazy, although I still think, you know, back to like, we don't really know hardship. I mean, think about wartime, World War II, the Civil War, the, the, the depression, the, the Middle Ages, you know, mm-hmm. go back. I mean, we have, Americans have it pretty good. And sometimes I don't think they realize that. It's like the poorest of the poor can still say they can live somewhere. Yeah. They eat food. Maybe yeah. it's crappy food, but yeah. they still eat. You know, I see people that live in the poorest of the areas. They still got a flat screen TV. They still got a cell phone in their hand. They still have cable. They still, you know. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> and yet, oh, woe is me. Life is so horrible. You know, try like, you know, back in the Depression where it's like, honey, I don't think we're going to be able to eat this week. We'll just have to figure out how to get by anyway. Yeah, I can't imagine. I really can't. <laughs> I can't imagine. Christmas present is a second-hand pair of shoes that you managed to find by accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's something, there's not something, anything wrong with that, right? You know, and like hand-me-downs and simpler times. You know, I always think about, like, can you imagine, like, what it must have been like on the prairie or places where there's nobody around for miles and you just live there? farmed or whatever if you were lucky if you were really lucky you might have a couple of good books to read there you go that was your sole entertainment yeah other than talking to each other that's right there's something talking to each other face to face what do we have now we have people yes yes (laughs) yes we really do and that's kind of like i was like the 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 folk singing or stories i love i'm the kid used to look live in the library, like an awesome along. I'd always have a stack of books. Read two or three different books at once. I love to read. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my favorite authors, and I, for some reason, because all the bright lights, I can't remember, somebody said, there's, look, there's not enough time in your life to read all the classics. Read what you can, when you can. Sometimes you just have to take a book off a shelf and crack it open, and something's there. Mm-hmm. You know, something will be there, that little nugget, you know. Because mm-hmm. if you tried, the, you won't live long enough. You can't no. read them all. So read what you can. Reading is... Sounds like one of those old PSA commercials. Reading is fundamental. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. Yeah. So here's a song about, um, I was a, when I first came home from the Marine Corps, I was a waiter, a busboy, and then a waiter, and worked at a bunch of restaurants. And um, I worked at this one restaurant in downtown Flint where they had, uh, in, the, in the kitchen, a lot of the guys that worked in the washing pots and dishes were mm-hmm. like on a halfway house on release coming out of jail right right and they were older guys and i'm you know i'm so i'm 21 now that i'm out of the marine corps and i, I befriend these guys talking to them and stuff hearing all these stories and um it's it was it, it was kind of crazy you know like going in jail coming out of jail and again like the leonard peltier story like what jail does to people and how hard it is in these things mm-hmm. and this one guy uh, uh ended up getting in a knife fight and getting killed just down the street from me, walking home out of the out of the kitchen, and uh, this is a song I wrote for him. This is called Blizzard Joe. Car while running from the cops, tap the student's double woman's purse. 
Joe said he couldn't care less. He said it was just as well. He used to laugh and say he'll meet the old man someday when the blizzard goes to hell. He was raised in a dozen foster homes, loves a four-letter word he never heard. He was labeled early on as a juvenile delinquent, a tiley worked hard to earn. By the time he was 17, tattoos covered both of his arms. And there's a scar in his neck from the barbed wire fence, tried to hop at the state farm. Blizzard Joe, Blizzard Joe, I don't melt in his mouth, he's way too cold. Night in an east side dive all that long just been itching for chin. Sue slid him a drink, leaned forward to wink, said somebody was looking for him. So this guy walks up to Joe, had his back turned to the door. I heard a switchblade click, man, that was it. Joe was dead before he hit the floor. Questioned a stranger, they said, Why'd you kill Blizzard Joe? The man shook his head, quietly said, Ah, oh, something gotta know. I came here to kill somebody else. I never heard it, Blizzard Joe. Well, old Joe had quite a few enemies, I guess he knew there'd come a day. But in the case of mistaken identity, it doesn't matter much anyway. Cause the blizzard's six feet under And that's where he's gonna stay Mistaken Blizzard Joe Mistaken identity, wasn't the guy No? He got killed anyway Wow, that really sucks Yeah, yeah well, it's almost that time. Time for one more, or are we, are we done? Yeah, no, time flies. No, we definitely have time for one more. Okay. Just want to make sure uh, that I thank you oh. for coming down and hanging thanks, out with me. Thanks for having me. Whoops. <laughs> we'll get it. Okay. I really appreciate it. I had a good time. Hopefully you did too. I had a great time. I really appreciate you putting this together and being part of the music business, the music scene, and doing all you, that you do. Thank you. My pleasure. It's great. So, uh, yeah, we'll do one more, and we'll sign off. We'll okay, and I want to thank uh, everyone out there in the listener world for listening and tuning in. I really appreciate it. And uh, tune in every week. Scott does this every week, and there's so many great shows coming out. Thank and you. go see live music, and uh, don't forget to tip the waitresses and the waiters. But, okay, so this song, Scott, we did this one last time. I told you about it. It's mm -hmm. about Narcan. Scott Boyink and the band the Amino Acids. Yes. Scott, I learned about this from him, about the importance of Narcan. Uh, Narcan is an opioid, uh, uh, it reverses the effects of, it's an opioid inhibitor, and it effect, uh, 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 reverses the effects of an opioid overdose if you can get to someone in time. In time. It's, it's kind of like giving an insulin shot yes. to a diabetic yes. that's in trouble. And it's like uh, if you're walking by a swimming pool and someone's drowning can you, and there's a life ring on the fence, can you not just throw this in there? I'm not judging people, we're not here to point fingers. Mm -hmm. People need help. They're people. They're someone's daughter, father, brothers. I talked to a guy a while ago. His, his dad died in his arms from, you know, fake 80s, opioid, and whatever he thought he was buying. You know, mm -hmm. It's not right. It's, um, so this is a song called, um, so when I, when I came up with this idea, I saw this little thing. I said, man, 
This is like a little angel that flies down from heaven to save you. They said, no, it's more like an archangel that comes to fight death. And uh, it's Narcan and Archangel is a songwriter. I said, man, I'm going to call this song Narcangel. When the doctor's writing out your pain prescription, if you only knew what that really meant, you'd be getting out your own ink pen, writing your last will and testament. Narcangel, Narcangel, swing low, Narcangel, somebody's lying on the floor. So many times it seems it happens this way. You get hurt, you're out of work, but you still got bills to pay. And you run out of your script, seem like a curse, still need a fix, only gonna get worse. And those things you swear you never do. Without somebody else not standing in these shoes, Narcangel, 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 swing low, Narcangel, somebody's lying on the floor. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of shallow breath, a weak pulse and the eyes roll way back in your head. Only one thing stand between you and the abyss If you haven't heard the word, man, this is what it is And those things you used to swear you'd never do Well, it's somebody My granddaddy died in a coal mine. Daddy died working for the trade. I'm lying face down on this dirty bathroom floor. My life slowly spinning down the drain. Okay, so.